on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Frisella This is the show for the realists, say goodbye to the lies, the fitness and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q and AF This is where uh, you bring the Qs and I bring the AFs, alright? There's a fee for the show. The fee is very simple. Show the show. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah. fee. <laughs> or you could send me money. Yeah, cash out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, where do they submit questions for these shows? Uh, guys, as always, you can email your questions in to askandyatandyforsella.com. Yeah, and as always, too, um, if you want straight entrepreneur content, you can always look at RTA Syndicate. That's where we do that. I uh, do it with Ed Milet, one of the best entrepreneurs out there that I've ever met. Um, yeah, and that's that. So let's uh, let's do a little Q and AF. Let's knock it out. Going. No shit, I had a sneeze coming. Fuck. All right, question number one. No, I got a question. Yeah, yeah. What's? Oh, okay. We're getting spicy how, here. How 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 can you think that you're stealing all the good Girl Scout cookies and you didn't even take a box of Samoas? <laughs> That is, that's the first question of the show. That's the first question. I, I, did you not see my story last night? Oh, bro. I, I fucking catch this dude packing his box. Allegedly. His allegedly. No, not allegedly. <laughs> I catch this dude packing his, uh, his, his security bag. It's got four, <laughs> four full boxes of fucking cookies in it. And then as I'm pulling the cookies out, the first thing was there was no fucking Samoas mm -hmm. at all. It was like all the worst cookies with the exception of Thin Mints. Because Thin Mints are good. Thin Mints are good. And then it was like, you know, I don't even know what the other ones are called because they're, they're, such, they're such trash. They're, <laughs> Samoas are iconic ones. It's only Samoas and Thin Mints. I got and a, the rest I, are junk. I, I have an explanation. But hold on. But then as I'm pulling the boxes <laughs> out, he's saying, they're not for me. They're for Ryan. They're not for me. They're That's for Ryan. Hold on. Hold on. I get to the last box. The motherfucker's half eaten. <laughs> and then he says he wants to talk to his lawyer. Listen, listen. Allegedly, all right? I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta I don't know to, if I'm... I have an explanation here, bro. Uh, sure. Why I didn't get the Samoas. It's fucking Russia's fault. No. Ryan doesn't like Samoas. <laughs> no, Ryan doesn't like Samoas. <laughs> <laughs> bro that is a damn lie everybody knows that samoas are the best girl scout cookie see i think that's debatable that's, man that's 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 no it. that's iconic that's no, iconic i gotta go on air for this yes damn joe you dj there's no that. debate bro no man. either you're fat or you're fat right? no that's why I think DJ's fake fat. He ain't real fat, bro. <laughs> exactly right. Me and, you, me and you are real fat. You're exactly right. Because we know the fucking good shit to eat. Yeah, bro. Yeah. There's you, only two I good, the there's good, only two good ones. You're and a fucking fat poser. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> fucking poser. Yeah, you fucking poser. Hey, man. You're posing. Samoans just ain't my thing, bro. Like, they're not terrible. Oh, now you switch your story, huh? No, they're not Peer terrible. pressure? Is that how you work? No, no. You can't not, stand no, up on I your stand on my shit. Ryan doesn't I see how like it works. I stand on Maybe it. those people that say you just agree with me to agree with me are telling the truth. No, 1%. <laughs> 1%. <laughs> All right. On with the show. Yeah, I got some good ones for you. Okay, you do? Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's, let's hear them. Andy, question number one. Okay. How do you treat your mortal enemies? I have guys that I just want to fucking nuke. <laughs> 
how do I do it? By being better. Hmm. By being the best that you can. Look, dude, this is where people really screw up. Like people really screw up when it comes to this. Hmm. Like, first of all, um, every bit of energy that you spend thinking about this enemy of yours is a unit of energy that you're not spending on getting better. Mm. Okay. So what I would recommend is instead of trying to emotionally expend energy on hating people that are competing with you or whatever it is, because it always comes with competition. Yeah. Um, I would, I would adjust to this mindset as quickly as possible because this is, I understand that like, yeah. dude, I'm a competitive guy. I want to squash motherfuckers. I want to step on people's throats. I, I want to be the best. Okay. Yeah. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah. And I don't want any motherfuckers to, to like, if I'm being real, I don't want them to have fucking anything. Mm. Right. Um, that's my competitive inner talk. Right. Yeah. But it's not realistic. Okay. And it's not healthy to really focus on that all the time. And so what I found as a competitive individual, the way to work with these feelings and this competitive nature is to not turn it into hate for other people. Um, because I think that, and, and I talk about this a lot, right? That tells the universe that you don't like winning. You, you know, mm, when you see your competitors yeah. win and you see people doing big things, that tells the universe that you don't like that shit. And that makes it harder for you to get to that point. Mm. Um, to have those things delivered to you. And there is an aspect of that. I don't care what anybody says. Now, how I have adjusted when I was younger, that's how I thought, right? I would spend a lot of time analyzing everything that everybody else does. And I still do that. I still observe them, but I do it without emotion. And I do it to see, okay, is this going to work? Is that going to work? Um, are they making the right moves or do I think they're making the wrong moves? Or how would I do it differently? And, and so I try to use my competitors as a whiteboard of uh, learning different paths, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I, I put myself in their shoes. I, I critique what they're doing as if it were my company. And then I try to learn the lessons from them and put them into my tool belt. It's free lessons. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Uh, what I do now is when I see someone do something really smart or really good or really uh, productive, I just take note of that. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking cool. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, and even if it is my competition, uh, that's great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just learn from their shit too. And when you could separate your emotion from like looking at someone and hating them and switch it over to like learning from them and being happy for them knowing that their little win just showed you how to win a little bit better, you're in a much better place, right? Yeah. And so if you're one of these people who's super high strung like I am and super competitive like I am, I'm to the point where I don't really compete in things uh, unless I have no, like, and this is going to sound terrible, but it's just the truth. Like I hate losing so bad that I just choose not to compete in certain things because I don't want to make a scene when I lose. Mm. Like that's how bad of a loser I am. And so what I do is instead of getting uh, and that's, that's why I don't lose very much. Um, but what I try to do is take that emotion that all high, strong, high competitive individuals have that naturally it, it, when you're undisciplined comes out as like hate and frustration and anger, jealousy, 
And when I start to feel those emotions, I immediately transition them into productive action on my goals, right? So like if I observe something and I start to feel uh, a little the wrong way about it. Bitter, whatever. Yeah, yeah right. That's, that's a sign for me to get up and attack one of the things on my list to do and do it very well. Yeah. Because the best way to, to beat, the only way to beat people who are competing with you is to be better. Mm. And that's it. And so if you could learn to adjust the feelings of negativity that naturally come with being competitive into productive action, you have now gained a power that they will never have, right? Because yeah. most people will stew, most people will watch, most people will be distracted, and most people will lose because they spend too much time in that emotional state focused on their quote-unquote enemy as opposed to spending those same energy units uh, executing their plan or, or, or improving their skill set. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Now, now does, does that, just a little bonus add-on here, does, does, that, does that mean... Like, is there a time and place to fucking drop some nukes on people? Yeah, when people... You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, dude, look. You, you have to understand that... I feel like people will hear that answer. I'm like, okay, all right, cool, Andy. Well, yeah, because, dude, look. There's a difference between taking the high road on shit that doesn't matter and being a pussy, okay? And that's two different things. Like, you will not disrespect me, bro. Um, and if you do, I'll make it really fucking hard on you. Yeah. Ask anybody who's tried. And I'll never say a word to you. You'll just end up having a much harder time. <laughs> okay. And I could, I could name a whole list of people who have fucked with me who don't even know that the reason that their shit is way much harder is because I'm fucking them, with them back without saying a fucking word. Oh, man. I love it. Yeah. So, and, and dude, you know who some of these guys yeah, are, yeah, right? They fuck yeah. with me. I, they blatantly fuck with me. And then all of a sudden, their shit starts to go wrong. Yeah. Okay, and so my advice there would be to stay in your fucking lane. Focus don't fuck shit. with yeah. don't fuck with people who have resources to to that are that have relationships and resources and power and money in your same industry to make things extremely hard for you. Mm. You know, like yeah. most of the manufacturers that I know are really good friends of mine. And if I make a phone call, you know, you go on my podcast and and say some fucking fake review shit about me. And I figure out that it's you. And then all of a sudden you lose your manufacturing capabilities. That's not an accident. Right. And people don't realize that. No, supply chain issues. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but here's, but my point is, is that that happens along, that happens along every industry. When you fuck with people who are way up on the ladder with you, they're not going to get into some verbal argument with you on Instagram. Right. They're just going to go straight into the shit that really hurts bad. Right. Right. So, and I try not to do those things. I stay in my lane, but when people get in my lane, they get run the fuck over. Yeah. And that, so there, so there's a time and place. Yeah. Um, and there's a way to do things, right? So, uh, but like getting on the internet and arguing back and forth with people or making passive aggressive videos or posts, that's weak ass pussy shit. It's messy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not even messy. It makes everybody look stupid. You know, like if you're going to fuck with me, expect it to be fucked with back. Yeah. And that's just how the fuck it works. And that, that's how it works with anybody who's, dude, every single high level operator I know fucking operates that way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to make strategic decisions to make things hard on people who are trying to make things hard on you. Yeah. And that, that's just a part of business. Yeah. And people want to say, oh, I'll just take the high road. Oh, you know, I don't like that's That's well, then don't be in fucking business. Cause that's the kind of shit that happens in business. Yeah. 
And you just have to learn that it's part of the game. And so if you're a young entrepreneur, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what uh, segment you're in, don't fuck with the people that are out there setting the example that you want to be like. Because usually what happens is, and this is 100% of the time, this is what happens. The young bucks come in the game. They, they admire these people who've been in the game for a minute and they're like, fuck, dude, I want to be the next that, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be the next Andy. I want to be the next first form. I want to be the next fucking this or that, right, right? right? And instead of like honoring that and like working to represent that, they, automa- it, yeah. they automatically go into like, let's tear it down. Let's tear that guy down. And bro, when you start tearing people down that have been in the game and have resources in any industry, they ha- you got to understand every industry is very small. There's a Rolodex of people that's probably 10 people long that the people at the top all fucking half. And they make a call. We talked about this when Ed was on the show. Yeah. When Ed was on the show, uh, Ed Mylett, the episode over a year ago, mm-hmm. he was on the show. We talked about this. When, you're, when, you get, when you get in that game, all those 20-year guys, those people been in the game for 20 years, they all know each other. Mm-hmm. They all work together. And so when you're a young fucking punk and you come in and you start fucking stirring up shit thinking you're a, you got a big dick because you made a million bucks you won't make a million bucks next year. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's how every industry works. Yeah. People call up and they say, Hey, don't work with this guy. This guy's a fucking dick. Oh, what do you do? And then you show them and then they're like, fuck, I'm not working with that guy. And that's how it works. And it's done. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. and so like, dude, if you're a young entrepreneur and you're new in somebody's industry, whether it be fucking cars, whether it be, uh, you're writing books, no matter, it doesn't matter what it is. And you see someone that, uh, because there's, there's quite a physical aspect to that too. When you start to tear down other people that you look up to, you're sending the universe the wrong message. Right. You're again sending the universe, I don't want that, what that person has. So I'm going to try to fuck it up, which only makes things harder for you from a, from a quantum physical standpoint and a universe standpoint on top of that. All right. Uh, that's without them lifting their fucking finger to make a phone call and say, hey, um, other 20-year guys who all control parts of the industry don't work with those guys. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that's how it works. I mean, like, dude, you guys listening to this, you, you don't have the perspective to know that that's how it works because you're not in that room. You're not out there yet. Yeah. You're not, you don't understand that. And that's at every fucking industry. It's construction. It's fucking re, it's real estate. It's fucking everything. It's every fucking industry. There is, a, there is people... Who are in that twenty year plus club? They all know each other. They all fucking. They might. Re- they might not like each other, but they all work together. Mm. And they make calls and they say, "Hey," and then blah blah blah. And that's that's the quickest way to fucking get excommunicated from the network. Yeah, you know. And and dude. And then and then and then you, now you got to sell NFTs and shit <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm just giving you the reality of business. The, 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 the best possible thing you can do is to be inspired by people who set the pace for you, work to be as good or better than them and do it with respect and don't fuck with them and they won't fuck with you and earn it the right way. Right. Yeah. Um, take the negative jealousy energy that you, that you feel because, and which is ridiculous too, right? Because the guys in the 20 year room, they fucking earned that place. Right. You're in the two or three or five year room. You didn't earn it yet. So why the fuck are you jealous of these guys? You see what I'm saying? Right, right. But nonetheless, those feelings of jealousy, those feelings of inadequacy, those feelings of insecurity, the frustration, the, 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 the anger, I want to nuke this motherfucker, all killer instinct attitude. That's natural with competitive people. 
What you have to do is you have to you have to mold that back in, and instead of going out and trying to attack them, you pour into your skill set. Read another book, uh, make it five more calls, uh, do something that'll move you forward with that energy at that point in time yeah. in a productive way for you. And uh, and 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 by the way, that sends the right message to the universe, right? It says, well. Um, I want to be like that guy. So I'm going to work to, to get that good. And then the universe brings you that, those results. I fucking love it. So it's, dude, business is hard. It's competitive as fuck. And, you know, that, that's my best advice on the topic, man. I spent a long time hating a lot of my competitors and, uh, and being that young guy who fucking stirred the pot. And, and, you know, and honestly, dude, if I, didn't, if I hadn't done that, I would have got where I was probably 10 years fucking faster. So you can listen to it. Or you don't listen to it. I don't care. But when you're when you're when you're young and you're new and you're you're alone and you have minimal relationships and and then you have people who have much more horsepower, it's probably a good idea not to fucking get on those people's path. Fuck or even <laughs> yeah, you probably don't even want to be in their fucking radar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck around and find out. Well, <laughs> it happens awesome. to everybody. I think it's a big thing that holds a lot of people back that they never realize. A lot of these people don't realize that, you know, the people at the top, they might not, you might not think they know who the fuck you are, but they fucking know. Mm -hmm. That's why they got where they are. Yeah. It's like that old saying, like the teacher will know your name for two, one, one to two reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You did something good, or you did yeah. something bad. They're going to find out. Yeah. So it's a, it's a situation that, you know, people should really think about how they're behaving in all industries because those guys that set that pace they have empathy for where you're at. Mm -hmm. They look and say, They've okay, they yeah. say, fuck, dude. All right. I know where that dude is. It's really fucking hard for him right now. You know, and, and those people can end up being your biggest fucking, uh, your, your biggest supporters and helpers to bring you along. And what you find is those people that are in that 20 year plus room, they're the most helpful group because mm -hmm. they do have empathy for the journey that it takes to get there. But when you fuck with them, they'll step on your fucking dicks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I love it. I love it. Andy, question number two for you. Um, a lot of shit going on right now in the world, right? Um, we've talked about the younger crowd kind of being quiet and shutting up. Older crowd kind of, you know, right, you're doing your thing. What can the older generation provide and contribute to the country right now? With all the shit going on in the world, like where, where, what's their role? Where do you see their role being right now? Well, I think they should recognize and verbalize to the people in their networks however they can, that what's going on is not correct. I mean, it's very simple. Um, there's no difference between what the older people should be doing or what the younger people should be doing. What, what is, I don't understand the question. Well, I mean, because we've said multiple times, uh, guys, you know, we said multiple times that, you know, the younger crowd needs to just go in the corner and shut the fuck up. The older crowd that's put their time in needs to go in their corner and go shut the fuck up. And so I think this guy's just asking, like, I mean, what, what more can we do? You know what I'm saying? Being older... A lot of the younger people don't want to listen to them. I mean, we feel like right now there's like the, the age range, I would say from 30 to 50 maybe can really make the most impact, right? Those are the business owners. Those are the guys that run the shit. So what can the older generation provide? What's old? 60 plus. I mean, he didn't really put his age down. but I'm Well, I don't know. Like I mean, plus. it's the same as what everybody else can do. Don't comply with the bullshit. Stand up for yourself. Have the difficult conversations. Um, you, if you're that old, then you know for you, you should have the best perspective of what has actually happened over the last 30 years because you've been an adult for at least 30 years. Right. Right. Like a lot of these younger kids, 
who are 20 years old, they don't have the perspective to understand what has even been diluted in this country over the last 20 years. Because when they were fucking uh, 20 years ago, they were in a fucking ball sack somewhere, right? So uh, <clears throat> these people have a perspective and they should share that perspective. Like, dude, you got to remember, this, these 20-year-olds right now, they have no fucking idea what it was like before all this shit started getting corrupt. They don't remember what it was like when the media actually told the, the news or when, um, you know, we didn't have constant fucking conflict and constant crisis and constant fear. and co They don't really understand that, mm. right? Because it's been that way for so long. They don't understand really what traditional American values look like. Yeah. So be that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. be that example. The whole reason that we are where we are is because people weren't setting the example. A lot of people talk a lot of shit. A lot of people will complain about what's going on in the country, but how many people are the living example of how it should be? Yeah. I mean, out of every 10 people complain, how many of them have you seen? How many of them would you look at and say, okay, that dude's living or that, that woman's living an example of what it should look like? Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe two or three. Yeah. I mean, it's low. 10, 20%, yeah. right? The yeah. rest are just complaining. So, so if you're one of these people that recognizes it's wrong and you're just one of these people complaining, start being a part of the solution. You know, yeah. Start taking care of yourself. Start living to a higher standard. Start talking to people about why you do some of the things that you do. You know what I mean? Like, dude, this whole, this whole situation that's, that's happened in this country is the result of individuals, individuals, not collectively, individuals buying into the idea of mediocrity and buying into the idea that they, they don't matter yeah. and buying into the idea that it's everybody else's uh, problem to solve or buying into the idea that they're insignificant and you know they're old and nobody's going to listen to them. And, and in reality, dude, uh, people listen to motherfuckers that, that, that walk the talk that they talk, mm. no matter what the age is. So I would take an inventory of what you believe America should look like and what it should be like and how it should appear to be and what it should sound like, and I would fucking live that, just like everybody else. This has nothing to do with age. Andy, our third and final question for you uh, with a little backstory. Andy, question is, can you walk us through the process of pivoting? How exactly do I go about bouncing back from a negative situation? I got divorced. The company I work for will most likely be laying us off all within a few months of each other. How do you stop the shit from piling up? Well, first of all, I did a podcast on this called Stop the Slide. It's, I'm at, what's the episode on that while we're looking? Uh, secondly, um, there's a whole bunch more that you control than what you think. And if I were in your situation, um, and I had just got divorced and I was in danger of losing my job, I would look myself in the mirror and ask myself what the fuck I did to create all this. Mm. That would be the first fucking step that I would do. What episode? 71. Episode number 71 of Real AF. Okay, go, go listen to that episode. Stop the slide. All right? Um, but at the end of the day, bro, um, we create the, own, the realities that we live in. And like the person in this situation, they might hear me say that and be like, how can I control my job laying me off? Well, uh, you know, let's trace this back. Let's go back in time and let's trace it back to how you even got that job in the first place. And is it your dream job? 
or is it just a job that you have? Or what did you do um, 20 years ago that got you in a position that you are now? And, and, and if you track back far enough, you'll see where the fuck you went wrong. But people don't like to do that because it's painful and it's frustrating, but it's also necessary because when you do that and you can recognize, first of all, that it's my fault. I fucking did this. Okay. I'm the one that chose to be in this relationship. I'm the one that chose this career path. I'm the one that contributed to this relationship not working out. I'm the one that made it. So I was someone who was on the chopping block when decisions were made, right? Those are all things that you did. And you have to identify what you did and you have to do some work to correct those fucking behaviors. And that's the that's really it. You know, we can sit here and say, oh, it's the company's fault or it's the economy's fault or it's my my mean ex-wife's fault or it's Putin's fault or it's fucking Biden's fault. Supply chain issues. It's Trump's right. fault. Right. It's fucking this fault. It's that fault. It's this fault. Motherfucker, it's your fault. Mm. That's it. Okay. So what decisions did you make to create this scenario? What do you need to adjust moving forward? I'll make those adjustments and move the fuck forward. And that's it. It's really simple. That's how you pivot. Okay. Take all that anger, take all that frustration, take all that jealousy, take all those, uh, you know, thoughts you're going to have about whatever it is your ex-wife is doing that makes you jealous and mad and maybe get your fucking fat ass in shape. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. become, maybe become a better option for her than what it was, uh, than, than other options she might have. Because I'm probably sure you have the potential to do so. You just haven't done it because you've been complacent. You've been lazy. You've allowed yourself to tell yourself that everything's good enough. And clearly, the world is telling you something different, sir. The world's telling you that you were not undeniable at your job. The world's telling you that your wife probably has better options than you. Those are fucking harsh realities. And the reason people end up in those scenarios is because they're not willing to address those harsh realities before they become harsh realities. And that comes down to a concept I call selective urgency. Okay. People never worry about shit until it's already to the point where it's totally fucked. Right. We, we, we observe this over and over again. People coast, they coast, they coast, they coast. Oh, I'm getting laid off my job. My wife's leaving me. The fucking house is on fire. My life's a wreck. Holy shit. Somebody help. Well, the reason you got to that point is because you weren't urgent about anything up until that point. You lived with zero urgency. You lived without any kind of passion or fire or desire to be undeniable in every motherfucking area of your life. That's why you are where the fuck you are. So if you want to avoid that, you have to live every day with urgency. You have to live every day with fucking aggressive, uh, you know, an aggressive attitude towards accomplishing and improving your life. You don't get the fucking win for being a fucking mediocre motherfucker. There's lots of those people. Yeah. All right. And, 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 you know, whoever asks this, I'm sure they're a really nice person, but it don't come down to being nice. It comes down to fucking pursuing your own true potential, taking ownership for the shit that you've done and the shit you've created and the life that you have created, not oppression has created, right. not fucking your race has created, not Biden has created, not your fucking teacher from high school or your old girlfriend that called you a loser or all your friends that don't believe in you. Dude, we, we live in this victimhood fucking bullshit life. Yeah. You know, and, and it's the reason it's pushed that way is because if we don't have to take accountability and everything is everybody's fault, that means there's nothing we can do about it. So we don't have to do anything. Right. We get to continue to coast and be lazy and fucking eat like shit, look like shit. You know, most of the dudes my age, they look fucking 15 years older than me. You know why? Because they don't live like I live. 
And if they live like I live, they would fucking be like me, but they're not. And they choose to do other things. It's really simple, bro. It's really simple. So if you want to pivot, take all that fucking shit you're unsatisfied with, harness all that emotional energy, and start moving in the right direction. Get off the fucking couch and go for a walk. Um, put some good shit in your brain. Start drinking fucking water. Stop drinking beer with your loser fucking friends that you've had for the last fucking however many years. They ain't doing fucking shit. Fuck, dude. How about that? That's pretty easy shit. Yeah, I, like, I love it. It's very simple. It's very simple. People just don't want to do it. It's uncomfortable, man. It's very uncomfortable, but it's reality. It's very, very uncomfortable, but it, it's always reality. You built and create all the good shit and all the fucking bullshit in your life. And so when you got more bullshit than good shit, guess whose fucking fault that is? It ain't mine. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, right. So I love it. Look in the mirror, dude. What is it? What, what break yourself down from an honest standpoint? Don't be overly harsh. You're not a piece of shit, right? You have tons of potential, bro. Whoever this guy is, you have yeah. fucking millions of miles of potential that you've never fucking tapped. You should be excited about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. think about that, bro. You got a fresh start. You got a fresh start now to do fucking anything you want to live your life a totally different way to fucking find a totally different partner to find a totally different career and to actually do the work to become successful in that, in all those areas. The shit just it, yeah. doesn't just happen, bro. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. shit just doesn't, it doesn't just happen. That's a loser mentality. That's what they want you to think. Because if you think the shit just happens and people like me are just lucky people, then you don't try. And if you don't try, then you don't have to do any work. Yeah. And it'll never happen. And, and, and then it's always someone else's fault. So, so it gets people off the hook, right? They let themselves off the hook by not admitting that it's them who have caused all of these things that are happening. I fucking love it. Guys, Andy, that's three. Go pay the fee. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Talk to you next time. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.